This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. For this episode, I'm going to run something back real quick. Like, I'm going to repost an episode But the reason why I'm reposting this one is because I need it. (laughs) Uh, This is an episode where I remember when this one originally came out, a lot of y'all were messaging me like, dang, girl, why you have to read me like that? And honestly, I read myself because I fall into the category of who I was speaking to in this episode. And I need this episode in my life right now because if I'm being, I like to be transparent and honest on this show because 
that's what it's all about, right? I want y'all to understand that I may come on here with these powerful message and messages and God may speak through me on this platform and really hit home with a lot of things. Like I see all the messages and the reviews on how this show has changed lives, but I really want y'all to understand I am a human being. I am no different from any of you guys. I'm trying to figure this thing out and navigate life and navigate life doing life God's way and the things that come along with that. And so I wanted to post this episode because I need it. Like I'm in a position, I opened up a bit a couple of weeks ago about how my grandmother was in a hospital. And so it was literally right when we wrapped up that episode, my mom called, like I was just, I was in the car leaving my office. My mother called and we got the word, the the doctors on the phone and my grandmother was diagnosed with stage four cancer. I've been devastated over the last couple of weeks. I've told you guys that I have like this list of things that make me happy. So you may see me on Instagram, like cooking and taking pictures and stuff like that. Like I know how to find those things that keep me happy and keep me centered, but I've been struggling emotionally because like I said before, just the strongest person I know is sick. And it, she literally went from being 100% independent. Like my grandmother was working up until the pandemic because she, she's a teacher. She was working up until the pandemic and school shut down. And so she went from being 100% independent to now needing round the clock care and to just the person that I see. And when I look at pictures, it's so different. It's, it's really hard, y'all. And for any of you guys who've been caregivers for loved ones or um, cancer has impacted your family, you guys understand like it, it's rough. Um, it's been very rough for me. Uh, my team, I thank God for my team. They've been fantastic, but I found myself going into control mode because, and the reason why I've been trying to be so controlling is because I feel like my emotions or this situation and how I feel about it is something I can't control, right? I couldn't control her getting sick. I can't, control the sadness that comes on a random aspect of the day where I shut down and kind of get into my head. Like I can't control that. That's just me going through my emotions of the situation. And so I try to control everything else. And I'm, and it's, it's this weird stance I'm in where I get frustrated because I feel like, Oh, I need to grind, do more in business, but like, no Tatum, you need to continue to do what God is calling you to do at the pace he's calling you to do it. But I want to go into grind mode because going in grind mode distracts me from my feelings, but going into grind mode takes me off course and off pace for how God wants me to do things in this particular season. So all of this stuff is going on and y'all we here, right? We see each other on this show. So I know y'all understand where I'm coming from, but this is why I wanted to bring this episode back as a reminder to me to not let my type A get in control, right? To not let my type A personality cause me to move outside of the will of God and uh, cause me to do more harm in my life than good because I'm going back into what's comfortable in this season. So yeah, it's been real for you, girl. (laughs) But um, I know this episode is gonna be a great refresher for those of you guys who are hearing it uh, for the second time, or those of you guys who are hearing it for the first time, buckle up, sis. That's <laughs> all, all I can say about this one. Buckle up. Um, but before we start, though, 
we have a fast coming up, y'all. Y'all know with the society, we do fast as one of our core values with uh, the society is fasting. The Bible says that some things only come through fasting and prayer. So we've done social media fast. And even on our social media fast, we'll choose a day or two to fast from food. Um, but this fast, y'all, this fast, we're fasting from food. Three days, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., no food. This fast is specifically for strongholds, the uprooting of strongholds and the replanting of God as our strong tower. So if there is anything that you feel like that you haven't been able to break, any habits, any emotions, um, anything that you feel like you have not been, you have not been able to break and it seems to have a hold on you. If you can recognize any strongholds in your life, I need you to be on this fast. If you're struggling to hear from God, if you're waiting on clarity, if you're looking for a supernatural breakthrough, if you're running on empty and need to be refueled, raise his hand. This is the fast for you. We are going to have some sessions. So this fast is going to be from April 22nd through the 24th. And um, on the 21st, we're going to have our prayer call with Kavaya. I'm sorry, the 21st is going to be a prayer call with Kavaya. The 22nd is going to be a session with me where we're going to actually, I'm not even going to give it away, but it's going to be a session with me where we're talking about faith in action. Um, the day after that, we're going to talk about with Latina Jaliba, how to win in spiritual warfare. So that session is going to be all about deliverance. Then the day after that, we're going to have a session with Kyla Jackson, all about how to maintain your deliverance. Kyla has an amazing testimony and yeah, <laughs> y'all going to hear that um, during her session. We have another session with session with Prophetess Tanya Lofty the day after that. And then we're going to wrap it up with Rosalind Renee. You guys heard her in last week's episode uh, talking about therapy as a Christian. So we're fasting, we're praying, we're uprooting strongholds, we're getting delivered. Uh, we're going to teach you the spiritual and practical things to maintain deliverance. And then we're also going to talk about how to find a therapist because we know that you can pray and go to therapy, right? So of how to find a licensed professional that is also a Christian to help you just continue on with your walk. So go to blessedandbossedup.com slash fast to pre-register for it. Um, of course, it's free. The society is a paid membership, but all of the fast and challenges and things that we do are free. So we want you guys to join. Again, if you need any strongholds to be uprooted in your life, any generational curses to be broken, be a part of this fast. It's going to be extremely powerful. Um, and that's it. We're going to pay a bill. And then right after that, we'll start the episode that we're running back for type A personalities who have trouble surrendering. Let me go ahead and take my edges off now because I already know what's up with this episode. <laughs> Thank you guys again for listening to another episode of this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Blessed and Bossed Up. Follow me at Tatum Tamia. And I'll see you guys on Wednesday in our bonus episode. This episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Y'all, literally every time I go to the post office, the line is out the door.
Like you would think they were giving away money with how long the line is and how long it takes to get anything done. And that's just not how anybody wants to spend their time. That's why I recommend mailing and shipping online at stamps.com. Stamps.com allows you to mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computers. You can send letters, ship packages, and pay a lot less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer. Stamps.com is a must-have for any business. So whether you're a small office sending out invoices, an online seller shipping out orders, or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. You simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7. That's for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere that you want to send it. And then once your mail is ready, you just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. And let me tell y'all something. Nothing makes me happier than getting to the post office with that long line and walking straight to the front, dropping my things off on the counter, and rolling back out. I feel like the people in the line look at me crazy, but that's the benefit that I have using stamps.com. Even with stamps.com, you can get discounts up to 40% off post office rates and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. And not to mention stamps.com is a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. So let's stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk whatsoever. And with my promo code BLESS, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitment or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in BLESSED. That's stamps.com, promo code BLESSED. Stamps.com, never Go to the post office again. <laughs> Let's get to the show. Let's get into today's episode. The title of today's episode is for type A personalities who have trouble surrendering. Listen, this episode is a read for me <laughs> because I am a type A person through and through and this episode came about a few weeks ago because y'all know I've been very, very vocal about this transition into this new phase of my life, a new mom. Um, so balancing that with my growing company, with making sure my marriage is intact, making sure that I'm taking care of myself and my health and well-being is intact. Like there's so many now more moving parts than I have had to deal with in years prior. And so it's an adjustment for me to just make sure that I'm showing up for everything well. And as a type A person, it's been very difficult to kind of find my flow. And so just this episode came about like weeks ago where I was in one of my many venting to God sessions. And I'm like, God, how am I supposed to do this? And I'm just like talking out my emotions. I'm talking out how I'm feeling. I'm talking out how I'm putting myself down and I'm so critical of myself and I feel like I'm not doing a good job. Like all of these things, I was literally just pouring my heart out to God. And he just began to just show me one of the things that needs to break with a lot of us with these type A personalities is we have to Stop thinking that our salvation is performance based. 
And as, as type A people, we're performance-based individuals. Like we want to see results. Seeing results is something that keeps us going. And if we don't see them, then we feel like something is wrong. And so just having this personality type can work against how we're supposed to be as believers because it's something in us that just can't accept the fact that we don't have to perform for God's love. We don't have to perform for God to bless us. We don't have to perform and be on in order to live out our purpose. Yes, we have to be obedient, but obedience and performance is extremely different. And a lot of us have this performative nature that keeps us from true relationship with God, that keeps us from having the depth in our relationship with him that we need to. And ultimately, keeps us from living the full life that he called us to live. And so I wanted to talk about that in today's episode, because I know a lot of you guys fall into this category right here with me, you know, and if you're not, if you're a type B person, I mean, shout out to you. Like my husband is a type B personality all the way. So I'd be on edge and he'd be like, like, relax. It's okay. Like this morning I had to go pick my grandmother up, take her back to my house. Cause she decided that she ain't driving no more. Ain't nothing wrong with your girl. She just don't be trying to drive. So I go pick her up, bring her back to my house because she's helping with the baby today. And she usually doesn't on Fridays, but, um, I had to go pick her up, bring her back to the house. And I had to come to my office because I had to record a video for this influencer deal that I had, record the podcast. We're doing more video content. So you guys are seeing on Blessed and Bossed Up Instagram instead of just the audiograms of my face and then the little waves that are showing the audio and the episode playing, you're seeing my face more. Because our statistics have shown in our marketing that y'all like to see my face. And I appreciate that, y'all. But listen, I don't be trying to be seen, okay? It's a lot of work to be seen. It takes time, okay, to put the face together and look half decent to be on somebody's camera. But nevertheless, I'm giving in to what my team says I need to be doing. So I had to come to the office that I can video record this podcast as opposed to just being at home. The lighting in my house ain't right for me to be video recording at home. Um... Then I have to do another video and I have a couple other things that require me being in the office. So I'm on a rigid schedule this morning. I had to get up. I had to get the baby together. I had to make sure he's fed. I had to make sure grandma had everything that she need. I had to get dressed to make myself look decent. I had to hightail it uh, to pick my grandmother up. And if y'all are familiar with the DC area, I'm going from the upper Marlboro area to Waldorf, and that's far. It's at least 30 minutes. So I go get her, bring her back to my house, hightail it to um, Virginia where my office is. So I'm a little on edge because I can't find my shoes. I can't find this. And I'm just like, uh, I'm not on my schedule. I'm like in that stressed out, y'all, like stressing myself out because I can't find nothing that I need. I can't find my slippers. I wear my slippers every day. Where are my slippers? Can't find those. Can't find this. And so my husband was like, he bouncing around the house all chill and in a good mood. And I'm, he like, Tatum, relax. I'm like, you know what? I do need to relax. (laughs) So I just took a deep breath. I got in the car. I played some Jay-Z got myself in my little bag to start my day. Right. But that's our personalities. This type A personality type. So shout out to y'all that are type B, but today I'm talking to us type A personality types. I did a little digging 
a little research. I did my Googles to, because I wanted to see like, what did the smart people of the world, the experts, the psychologists, psychiatrists say about type A personalities? Something that was very interesting to me though, was the people who coined the type A, type B, and I think it is a C and D personality types. They were trying to figure out like, what is they were trying to figure out the correlation between personality types and certain health diseases. And they found out that people with type A personalities, they um, are more susceptible to things like high blood pressure and stuff like that because we be on edge. And I thought that was extremely interesting. And honestly, for me, it was something that was a bit of a wake up call. Like, girl, you need to relax because that's going to cause health issues. Like you being on edge and trying to over plan everything and be so rigid with the way that everything has to be is going to impact your physical health and your mental well-being. So that was a slap in the face as I was just recording, preparing to record this podcast. But nevertheless, there were some very key behavioral patterns that I want to point out for people with a type A personality. So one of them is we're competitive. Type A, it says type A individuals tend to be very competitive and self-critical. They strive towards goals without feeling a sense of joy in their efforts or accomplishments. Interrelated with this is the presence of a significant life imbalance. This is characterized by a high work environment. Type A individuals are easily wound up and tend to overreact. They was reading me for filth with this one, y'all. Okay, the next one, the next characteristic of type A people is impatience. Type A personalities experience a high sense of urgency. Type A people seem to be in a constant struggle against the clock. Often they quickly become impatient with delays and unproductive time, schedule commitments too tightly, and try to do more than one thing at a time, such as reading while eating or watching television. Another characteristic is hostility. Type A individuals tend to be easily aroused to anger or hostility, which they may or may not express overtly. Such individuals tend to see the worst in others, displaying anger, envy, and lack of compassion. When this behavior is expressed overtly, i.e. physical behavior, it generally involves aggression and possible bullying. And the last characteristic I want to hone in on is uh, type A people tend to get their feelings of self-worth from what they achieve. So I've been very vocal on this podcast about my achieving nature and just that conflict between this personality type of mine and and living a life that's pleasing to God. Like it's a direct conflict. These things that this competitiveness, this impatience, this hostility, this achieving nature is going against the way that we're supposed to live as believers. And so I wanted to do this episode because I feel like we have to really hone in on this so that we can tackle some practical things to start adding in to the way that we do life so that we are doing life God's way and not moving by the flesh. And a part of moving by the flesh is moving by your personality type. A lot of times we think about um, doing things not doing things God's way. We go straight to like the worst sin of the sin, but sometimes just giving in to your whole behavioral patterns can be against the way that God wants you to live and can be keeping you from living with that fullness of joy that's promised to us. So after I looked into the type A personalities, I was thinking about surrender. And so I'm like, what makes it so hard 
to surrender? What does surrender mean? And, and where does the difficulty come in for people with my personality type, this type A personality? And so I found on gotquestions.org. I really like this site because they just be going in on like all the questions. Um, and actually, if you click the link in the show notes, I'm going to just copy and paste what they said about this. The question literally was what it means to surrender via God. So click the link in the show notes. Um, I just copied and pasted. It is not from me. It's from them, but I'll write what they said and give you the link to it so that you can go and do more research on that or anything that you have questions about. But I'm going to read a little bit about what they said. And it's important that you do click the link in the show notes because there are a bunch of different scriptures to support this. I'm not going to say all of them, um, but they are referenced in the document. So according to them, what it means to surrender to God, surrender is a battle term. Let me, let me, let me actually just relax. Let me be more laid back like the type B folks so that we could just truly ingest (laughs) what this thing is saying. It says surrender is a battle term. It implies giving up all rights to the conqueror. It implies giving up all rights to the conqueror. When an opposing army surrenders, they lay down their arms and the winners take control from then on. Surrendering to God works the same way. God has a plan for our lives and surrendering to him means we set aside our own plans and eagerly seek his. The good news is that God's plan for us is always in our best interest, unlike our own plans that often lead to destruction. Our Lord is a wise and beneficial, excuse me, and a beneficent victor. He conquers us to bless us like That's deep right there. He conquers us to bless us. One more time. He conquers us to bless us. Wow. Okay. Let me keep going. There are several levels. There are different levels of surrender, all of which affect our relationship with God. Initial surrender to the drawing of the Holy Spirit leads to salvation. When we let go of our own attempts to earn God's favor and rely upon the finished work of Jesus Christ on our behalf, we become a child of God. But there are times of greater surrender during a Christian's life that bring deeper intimacy with God and greater power and service. The more areas of our lives we surrender to him, the more room there is for the filling of the Holy Spirit. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we exhibit traits of his character. The more we surrender to God, the more our old self-worshipping nature is replaced with one that resembles Christ. And I'm going to pause right here. I believe that there's a turning point that we all get to, and especially us within these type A personalities like this, after you get to the salvation part, and now you're at the part where the level where you're trying to get deeper with God, the level where you want to live a life where everything that you touch prospers and a life that are, you're reaping the rewards of obedience to where you have joy, you have peace, you have wealth, you have health, that God is pleased, that your family is blessed, that your your children rise up and call her call you blessed, like it says in Proverbs 31, that your husband is is um loved and your marriage is healthy. I think we all get to the point after we get saved to where we want to live a life that resembles the one that God wants for us. And that's not to say that it's a life absent of uh, trouble 
or trauma or um, difficulties, but it's a life that is that has all of these beautiful things present in spite of. It's a life that has um, a fullness of joy despite of, a, a peace that surpasses all understanding in spite of, a life where we are constantly just walking in the greatness of God because it is him who is uh, operating through us. Like this is a life that we want to get to. And I believe it's a life that you guys want to get to because you're listening to this show. I don't know why you'd be listening to Blessed and Bossed Up if you weren't trying to be about that Blessed and Bossed Up life, okay? In my rapper voice. <laughs> but um, I believe that this is a space that we all get to in us. I, and this is also a space where us with these type A personalities, we get to a point of internal conflict. And I talked about this last week, like that tub, tug of war. And for us with this personality type in particular, this is another internal conflict that presents itself that we have to consciously overcome to where we have to understand, we have to replace that self-worshipping nature with one that resembles Christ. And that's hard because I this type A personality, like this competitiveness, this impatience, this hostility, this achieving nature is not like Christ. <laughs> and so that's why when um, the Bible talks about how we are a new creature and it talks about the importance of us renewing our mind and for us with this personality type, it's a day to day thing. Us surrendering last week is not going to work today. It's a day to day thing. And then moving on to what the um, the passage was saying, it says in Romans 6, 13 says that God demands that we surrender the totality of ourselves. He wants the whole, not a part. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been bought from death to life and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. Jesus said that his followers must deny themselves. And this is another call to surrender. And it says the goal of a Christian life can be summed up by Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Such a life of surrender is pleasing to God, results in the greatest human fulfillment, and will reap the ultimate rewards in heaven. So my goal through this podcast is to give those of you guys like me with these type A personalities to take us from this personality type to being more like Christ. So in Galatians 5.22, it gives us the characteristics that we should embody because of the God who works on the inside of us. And I'm going to read it in the message translation. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Can I be honest, y'all? Like hiring is hard. And sure, you can post your job places and hope and pray that people come, but it's hard to find the right people with the right skills that you could trust with the details of your business. That's why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash blessed. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it sends out to over 100 top job sites with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job and actively invites them to apply. 
In fact, ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. It's no wonder why over 2.3 million businesses have come to ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. So while other companies overwhelm you with way too many options, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for, the needle in the haystack. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash blessed. Once again, remember, go to this unique place, ZipRecruiter.com slash B-L-E-S-S-E-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Let's get back to the show. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Mental health is so, so important, especially with everything that's going on in the world, getting used to this new normal, and then going to have to, of course, transition into something else as the world changes. It can be very mentally taxing um, to us as individuals. And so our, our mental health is just so important that we really take control of it right now. And we really take an active approach on making sure that we're mentally well. Counseling is here for you. BetterHelp is the world's largest e-counseling platform. So for me, with my busy schedule, it's sometimes really hard to research and make appointments with in-person counselors. So I need something that's very, very convenient and something that will easily integrate into my lifestyle. And I find myself sometimes, honestly, not even going to counseling at all because it's not typically offered at that level of convenience that I need. But with BetterHelp, they will connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It is super convenient, you guys. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. Also, BetterHelp is available worldwide. So no matter where you are on the globe, BetterHelp is available for you. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. Anything that you share is totally confidential. And on top of all of that, you can start communicating with your therapist in under 24 hours. So if you need to talk to somebody ASAP, BetterHelp will get you with someone in under 24 hours. And best of all, it's truly an affordable option. And on top of it being affordable already, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code BLESSED. So why not get started today, you guys? Go to betterhelp.com slash blessed. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and you get matched with a counselor that you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash blessed. Let's get back to the show. It says, but what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives, much the same way their fruit appears in an orchard. Things like affection for others, exuberance about life, serenity. We develop a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic holiness permeate things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life, able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. So this scripture is also the fruit of the spirit. Um, and it'll read that way in other translations, but I love the way that the message translation lays it out because I believe that this exemplifies the fact that these gifts, these fruits of the spirit are contradictory to the fruit of our personality types. And I believe God wants to prune us. The Bible says that he prunes us so that we could bear uh, much fruit. 
And so I, so this is a part of the pruning process for those with this personality type is we have to understand that our fleshly nature is contradictory to the way in which we're supposed to live. And we have to put the proper tools in place so that we're not giving in to who the psychologist says, say that we are, but we are truly examples of Christ. And we are truly modeling behaviors that make us look like Christ because that's who he says that we are. He says that we are made in his image. So we need to look as if we were made in his image and not in a type A personality workup. And this is something, and I, I, this isn't even in my notes. And so that's how I know it's Holy Spirit that a lot of us, we've looked to so many personality assessments to figure out who we are. We've taken every every single personality assessment to figure out our traits, our characters. I mean, I have as well, like I'm right here with you. We've taken so many of these things to try to figure out who we are. And so we've placed our identity into what psychiatrists and the smart people of the world has told us we are and have categorized us to be as opposed to going to the father to get our identity from him because he says that we are made in his image. So our image is reflecting of who God is, not what these uh, groups that they put us in say. And these things are useful. Like, you know, I'm not saying to do away with them completely. They are useful. I know I took a um, assessment a couple years ago, rest in peace to Chris Daniel. I took his animal assessment and he was on a podcast um, not long before he passed away. And I took his animal assessment and it helped me to understand areas of my personality and it helped me to be effective. My husband took it as well. And so it helped us to better figure out how we need to communicate with each other. How can we work together? And it's something that I even keep in mind when it comes to business, understanding the people I need to hire, uh, people that are going to complement areas that I may be weak in. So me being married to someone in type is that is type B is extremely beneficial for me because where he's able to balance me out and offer a different perspective. If we were both type A's, we'd probably be at each other's neck 24 seven. You know what I mean? Um, and so if we were to book, I believe that when you become one with somebody or in whether that's in business, whether you enter in some type of contractual agreement with somebody via an employee employer relationship via a business partnership or with a marriage, these are all contracts. When we sign that marriage certificate, that is a contract to say I am legally attached attached to this person. And so um, I believe that when you do become contractually married to anyone in any type of relationship that having someone who isn't the same as you is very important. Somebody should be in my business who can see my blind spots. That makes the team, the company more effective. So me marrying someone who's a complete opposite of me is beneficial because as one, we are that much more effective. We can fight back to back against whatever comes our way. He sees the areas I don't see. I see the areas that he don't see. In my company, my team sees things that I don't see and I see things that they don't see and it works together to move the vision forward. And so again, I'm not saying to do away with these personality assessments, but it's important to understand where your identity lies. My identity is not in the fact that I'm type A. That's a characteristic of me that I utilize and I recognize to make sure that I'm effective. And I use that knowledge that I have about my personality in order to operate in life in a strategic manner. But my identity is not in that. 
even though this says that I'm competitive and I'm hostile, no, I'm not. I have a peace that surpasses all understanding. I have joy because that's one of the fruits of the spirit. It, this may say that I'm impatient, but no, I'm patient because long suffering, perseverance is one of the fruit of the spirit. So I don't care what this personality assessment tells me. My identity is in Christ and my objective is to not hone in on this bucket that the psychologists have put me in, but it's to hone in on the identity that God has given me because he made me in his image. So going into, I only have two points for you guys today. I want to give you just a couple practical things for the day to day. For those of you guys who fall into this bucket of people, how do we live with this flesh that has these traits that are contradictory to Christ? And I have two resolutions for you. And I'm only going to go over two of them because I believe throughout the course of this podcast, like we've touched on um, achievers. I don't really want to touch on hostility because I believe hostility is a result of impatience. So we're going to talk briefly about how to overcome that competitiveness and that impatience. So with competitiveness, in order to combat that so that you make sure that you are being more like Christ in a way that he wants you to live, is you have to rewire your perspective of who your opponent is. I'm going to say that again, as a type A personality who has this competitive nature, one that the world and the way that the world use does business will use or tell you to use to your advantage. This is where we have to use wisdom on how we operate. So the world will tell you that, um, you should be competitive in business. You should be trying to outwork your competitors. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. It fuels this type A people are usually extremely successful, but remember we're doing business God's way and competitiveness is not a quality of Christ. Who does Christ have to compete against? Like who is his competition? What does, why does God need to be, why does God need to be competitive? Again, who is he competing against? The enemy ain't his competition. The enemy is not his equal. Like what? The enemy has to get permission to do whatever it is that he's doing. There is no competition for Christ. So if we are made in his image, why are we acting competitive? And so my, what I would tell you in order to counteract this is to rewire your perspective of who your opponent is. So our opponents as humans, is the enemy. God's opponent is not the enemy. Our opponent is because he's constantly trying to kill, steal, and destroy. And so we have to make sure that we're operating to where we understand that, where we can see that. You know, I I talked, I don't know what episode, I mean, it's been 200 of these things, but one of this episode, one of those episodes I talked about, um, the revelation that I got that the Bible says that enemy walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour. And I realized how loud a roar is and how, um, a, a lot of times we just don't hear how loud the enemy is. Like it doesn't say that he walks around like a quiet mouse and silently kills. And no, it says he walks around like a roaring lion. He's big and he's loud. So we should be able to see him and see what it is that he's doing. But again, because of this competitiveness that we have, we're competing against the wrong thing. I'm not competing with anybody else who is doing what it is that God called me to do. Somebody else has a media company and they're developing podcasts. I'm not competing against them. That has nothing to do with what God is calling me to do. 
And what I'm doing has nothing to do with what God is calling them to do, even if there's similarities. I'm not competing with anybody who's operating um, in the faith space who may be talking about business. We all should have the same goals, which is to win souls for Christ and to get people to do business God's way. So where's the, like, there is no competition. God created them. God created me. And I'm going to focus on my race. I'm going to focus on what he has me doing. I'm going to stay at his feet to figure out what he has for Tatum to do next. And I'm not looking to the left or to the right. I remember it was like, I don't know if this was a quote, a video or something, but this was years ago where it was something that was going around where um, it was a swimmer who was racing and they were in a um, swim meet. Is that what swim? I don't know, y'all. Y'all know what I'm saying. But they were swimming. And so the opponent won by a split second. And the reason why he won is because the uh, swimmer who was about to win looked to see where he was. And that has always, always stuck with me. I don't even remember where that, like that was years ago, but that has always stuck with me because it just reminds me that I'm running my race. I'm swimming my race. I'm not competing with anybody. I am seeking God and doing what he tells me to do. And that's the, that on that. But a lot of us, we get into the comparison we get to the competition mindset, especially those with this personality type. But in order to, again, counteract that, we have to rewire our perspective on who our opponent is. Our opponent opponent is the enemy. So if he comes to kill, steal, and destroy, you just going to let him do that? So if this is your personality type, if this is something that is embedded to you to be competitive, then apply that energy to where it needs to go. It don't need to go to you looking at people's social media accounts and being inferior. And feeling inferior, excuse me. It doesn't mean that you are upset because somebody else reached in your field, reached a milestone before you. Like, no, it doesn't mean that you're trying to do work. And this was a quote that I used to always say that I had to get corrected on was um, I used to always quote Mark Cuban where he says work as if there's someone else working 24 hours a day to take it all away from you. That fed this competitiveness in me. And I was dead wrong. Because that's not of God. I needed to not work as if someone, meaning um, another entrepreneur or whatever, was working to take it all away from me. I needed to keep that same energy and apply it to the enemy that wants to take it all away from me. Like the, the Bible talks about the devil being the God of this world. Like he wants you to be one foot in and one foot out with your faith. He wants you to do business your way and not God's way. He wants you to um, en- engage in a bunch of new age practices in order to manifest the life that you want, as opposed to pray and fast and, and, and obey what God is telling you to do. He wants to get you off course. You going to let him win? Like I'm about to pump. I'm about to instigate a little bit. You going to let him win? You're going to let him take you off your post. You're going to let the fact that you're upset today cause you to not pursue what God has called you out or God has sent you out to do. You're going to let the fact that your husband got on your nerves stop you from praying for him. You're going to let the fact that your kids are acting up stop you from laying hands on them before they leave the house. You're going to let the fact that you mad mean that you're not going to show up for yourself. You're going to let the fact that something went wrong in your day cause you not to show up for your clients. Like what? So, so what's up? <laughs> One thing I know about us that fall in this type A personality is we ain't no punks, but what we mess up is we miss aim our aggression. They say we hostile. 
<laughs> but we misaim that hostility against the wrong enemies. And so I gave the story last week where I talked about how my husband got on my nerves, but I recognized the spirit that was operating and how the enemy was trying to fuel getting me out of position. And so wisdom allowed me to recognize this. So I didn't aim my hostility towards him. I aimed my hostility towards reminding the enemy of who I am. I'm a child of the most high God. You've been defeated. So you're not about to come up in here and try to cause no strife in my marriage. And one thing that, that, um, the way that I've done that is I, I've been forcing myself to make sure that I am up early, but I'm praying for my household every morning. I'm praying for my husband, no matter how annoyed I may be with him. I'm showing up to my business, no matter how tired I may be. This podcast is going to come out every single week, no matter how tired I may be, because God has trusted me with this platform. I'm not going to mismanage it because of how I feel. The enemy will love to make me tired to make me be quiet, to make me shrink. The enemy will love to put a muzzle on your mouth to remind you of all the people who told you that you wasn't going to make it. So there's a competition happening here. There's a competition of your flesh and of your spirit. But I do want to reiterate here that God has no competitors. Therefore, and because he sent his son to die on the cross for our sins, we already have the victory. So this competition is not about the competition I'm speaking of is not about who's going to win because we already won, right? There's a war happening, but it's one that's fixed in our favor already. But what I'm trying to get you to understand as someone with this type A personality type is that the hostility that they talked about um, in our personality is usually a result of that competitive nature. So that hostility, that aggression that happens as a result of us being competitive needs to be applied to the right place. This episode is brought to you by Curology. I used to think that my skin goals were unattainable, right? I have combination skin. So some places it's dry, some places it's oily. I have dark spots. So my skin tone wasn't totally clear. Then when I had my son, it was just like pregnancy totally ruined the little bit of good skin that I had. And thankfully I found Curology. Dermatologists are expensive. It's time consuming to go and try different things. But with Curology, they gave me a prescription formula that fit my exact needs. So whether you're looking to take control of acne or if acne is no longer your top skin concern, but rather fine lines, dark spots, occasional breakouts, or clogged pores, Curology will customize a prescription formula with three active ingredients picked for you to tackle your skincare needs. So for me, the biggest thing was really keeping my skin moisturized as well as getting my skin tone even. And it was so easy to get my treatment plan, right? So to get yours, you start by answering questions online about your skin, and then you send a couple selfies to Curology. Next, Curology matches you with the licensed dermatology provider who gets to know your skin. And if it's a good fit, you'll get a customized prescription cream to address your acne, fine lines, dark spots, and more. Getting my skin treatment plan set up was super easy. Like I said, I took a couple pictures, sent it in, and it was so easy to use. And my formula was delivered right to my door. I've noticed a huge difference since using Curology over the last couple of months. And the reason, the biggest reason I knew it was working was because the days that I don't use it, I can tell my skin is not as clear, it's not as bright, it's not as moisturized as it is when I'm using the products consistently. 
take control of acne, dark spots, breakouts, or whatever your unique concerns may be with a powerful skincare treatment made for you today. Go to Curology.com slash blessed for a free 30-day trial. Just pay for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash blessed to unlock your free 30-day trial. See Curology.com for all of the details. Let's get back to the show. And I, and I hope I explained that correctly because I don't want to... I don't want to make it seem as if the enemy is an equal to God because that is not true. But there is a war that's taking place for our lives, um, for our businesses, for our families. And while we while we have the victory, we still have to fight because we live in the flesh that wants to operate by the flesh. But we have to make sure that our spirit is the one that prevails. When I was pregnant, I told you guys that um, I was stressing myself out because I was racing. I felt like I was racing against the clock, which was my due date. And there were things I wanted to do in business and things I wanted to get done before I got sat down. This was my mindset. And what God began to reveal to me was the tactics of the enemy and how he was using my achieving nature, this type A personality, how he was using my desire to please God. And he was pinning, it was like he was pinning my blessings against each other. So he wanted to use the business, which needed my attention at that time. He wanted to use that against the baby who was going to need my attention soon and like pin those against each other to where I would end up stressed out and hurting myself. If you're pregnant, you stress that hurts the baby. We talked when I started this off, I talked about how these whole personality types got defined in the first place because these cardiologists were examining the um, correlation between personality types and things like uh, diseases and more specifically heart disease. And so the enemy was trying to cause stress in an effort to kill me, to kill my child, to kill the things that I was building. Like, again, he comes to kill, steal and destroy. But thankfully, God allowed me to see what was going on so that I was able now to apply that same competitive nature, that same hostility that was being used for the negative um, and apply it for the positive, which was making sure that I claimed my victory. So with us as believers, and I, I really pray that you guys are following me here and I'm explaining it correct, correctly, because I don't want you to go into this fight or any fight that presents itself as if you're working to win because you're not, you've already won. You didn't have to do anything for that victory, but you do have to make sure that you are actively reinforcing that victory because there is a clash that's taking place between your flesh and your spirit. And for those of us with this type A personality, if we're not cognizant of that, we will find our place where we find ourselves in a place where we're falling into the comparisons where we are competing in things that we don't need to be competing for, or we're out here trying to prove people wrong, but that's not what we need to do. If is effective for you guys, because I really want to give us practical things that we can utilize in our lives so that we do resemble more of Christ so that we are living the life that he wants us to live. So again, 
going against that competitive nature, uh, my solution or my alternative to that for you would be to rewire your perspective of who your opponent is. It's not the other business in your category. It's not the other person who is doing similar things as you. It's not. Your opponent is anything that tries to get you out of alignment with God, anything that tries to get you out of position. Apply that hostility that they say we have to that. And then the next one that I want to cover really quickly is impatience. So they say that those of us with type A personalities are impatient. And the way that we can counteract this is that we have to remind ourselves daily that it's established. We talked about this last week on the How to Be Consistent with God episodes last week and the week before. I talked about how it's not our jobs to do the establishing, that that's God's job. It's our job to just seek him and delight in him and do whatever he tells us to do. But the his purpose is going to prevail. The establishing of those plans is his job. It's not ours. And I think that some of us, again, we type A, we need stuff to do, right? I think you guys need to write down, it's established. Write it down, put it as the background of your phone, print it out, put it as the background of your computer, put it everywhere that you can see to where you can allow it to truly seek into your heart to understand that it's established. Relax, relax, type A's, talking to me, relax, it's established. I remember when I was believing in God to leave my job it for a while, it would stress me out. Like, when am I going to be able to leave? When can I finally quit? I'm tired of coming to this job. I know this isn't my purpose. I feel small here. This is not what God has for me to do. And so what I did was I wrote out my uh, resignation letter and I wasn't even saved, saved at the time, but I thank God just again for wisdom, even when I didn't even realize where it was coming from. But um, I wrote out my resignation letter and I put it on my wall and every day before going to work, I read it. And I didn't rate, read it in a way to where it fueled any anxiety or it fueled my or fueled my impatience in the fact that that hadn't happened yet. But I re- read it to understand that this is the goal is going to happen. And if it doesn't happen today, it's all right. It's God's job. I didn't have this language back then. But again, just because I wasn't looking for God don't mean he wasn't already there with me. So at that time, God was giving me peace to understand that he does the establishing. So I read it every day before going to work and I went to work with a good attitude. Everybody loved me at my job. I had great relationships with people at work. I wasn't the type of employee to act like I had better things to do and I didn't want to be there. Like I had a great attitude and I had great days most of the time, even though I wasn't happy and I knew that I wanted more, I still just allow myself to just chill, just chill. Okay. I allow myself to just chill. And I believe that a lot of us, we have to stop fueling. (laughs) All right. Y'all ain't going to like me with this one. Us as type A people, we have to stop fueling our impatience with planning. Dum, dum, dum. Another one of those moments. We fuel our impatience with planning. We try to plan everything out, trying to say that we preparing. Oh God, I'm just preparing for, no, 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 no. You are fueling your impatience. You're trying to be busy. You're putting yourself on a hamster wheel as opposed to resting in God's timing. As type A people, we're planners by nature. We're going to be prepared because that's who we are, right? So all of this extra 
that's going on is just something that's in infu- just that's something that's fueling your impatience and is working against what tr- what God is trying to do for you in this season. I see a lot of people like who are anxious in their single season because they want to be married and they doing all of this to be prepared. They on every fast about finding your husband. They on every single course about finding your husband and being prepared for your husband. They don't read every single book about being a wife at this point. Like you are just ready to walk down the aisle. You done did every single thing that every married person and told you to do. And you're just fueling your impatience. And I'm, I'm going to be real with y'all for a second. I wasn't one of those people. I kind of, you know, I was believing in God for a husband, but I was cool on waiting for one. I was living my life and I was having a good time. I liked being by myself. I still do just like being by myself. That's who I am. Um, and so I wasn't anxious in this area of my life. And, but what I realized is that after I got married, I was like, man, a lot of women do all of this work to be, and I'm talking to, and I'm not talking about people who are engaged or, um, preparing to be married with somebody. I'm talking about people who are totally single and not dating anybody exclusively. And I just saw so many women doing all of this stuff. And I was thinking, I was like, man, that's a lot of work. And you're going to have to do the work all over again once you find the man that God has for you because you're not, you're doing all of this work to be prepared to be a wife, but then you're going to do more work to be, to be prepared to be his wife. Like you might as well just live your life because that's a lot of work. I was thinking about um, when me and my husband were engaged, I was in therapy with my mama. I was in therapy by myself and I was in premarital counseling with him because I didn't, I had to learn how to be his wife. And so many of us at this point, like if we could marry ourselves, we might as well be because we didn't learn how to be a wife without a hut. Like, all right, I'm not even going to get into that. I'm not going to backtrack. Not going to get into that. All I want to say is don't fuel your impatience with planning. Enjoy being single. If that's what you're, you know, if you're believing in God for be to be married. Yeah, there are things that you can do to prepare. If you want to learn how to cook, learn how to cook. If you want to make sure that you got your house prepared, do that. But y'all know, we know the line when we're doing too much. I ain't got to tell you where it is. You know where it is. It's different for each of us. We know the line when we're doing too much. So I don't get to that space or identify that line so that you don't get to that space where you're allowing that planning to just fuel this impatience. Rest. And to wrap this up, because we're coming on time, Ephesians 3 is just one of my favorite reminders when it comes to just remembering that it's established and making myself calm down. And I'm going to read it in the message version. It says, there's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on earth, a right time for birth and another for death, a right time to plant and another to reap a right time to kill and another to heal, a right time to destroy and another to construct, a right time to cry and another to laugh, a right right time to lament and another to cheer, a right time to make love and another to abstain, a right time to embrace and another to part, a right time to search and another to count your losses, a right time to hold on and another to let go, a right time to rip out 
and another to men. And it just goes on and on and on. And in verse nine, it says, but in the end, does it really make a difference what anyone does? I've had a good look at what God has given us to do. Busy work, mostly. True, God made everything beautiful in uh, in itself and in its time, but he's left us in the dark so we can never know what God is up to, whether he's coming or going. I've decided that there's nothing better to do than to go ahead and have a good time and get the most we can out of life. That's it. Eat, drink, and make the most out of your job. It's God's gift. I've concluded that whatever God does, that the, that's the way it's going to be always. No addition, no subtraction. God's done it and that's it. That's so will quit asking questions and simply worship in holy fear. Whatever was, is, whatever will be, is, and that's how it always is with God. I love the way that that broke that down at the end, because I believe that's the mindset that we as type A personalities need to have. And that's what I want to leave you guys with. Whatever was, is, whatever will be, is, and that's how it always is with God. And we can rest in that. So for all of us type A's, let's just take a deep breath so we could practice chilling. So deep breathe in. And breathe out. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. And I will talk to you next week. I hate to break it to you, but you're in for a big surprise. Five years from now, Jane, who's resigning today, will ring the NASDAQ bell, officially launching her company on the public market. And what you'll soon realize is that Jane stole your most valuable data to start her new company on her way out the door. Learn how Code42 Insider can stop data theft and protect your organization's most valuable assets. Visit Code42.com to learn more.